I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Let me tell you something. I'm 40 fucking years old. Which means I've been on this earth long enough to have my heart broken. Several times. But I ain't never had my fucking heart broken like I've had my fucking heart broken by these fucking falcons. And this shit, this shit, this ends today. Mod, get this shit off this wall. Let's go Patriots. Get this shit off this wall. Get that shit off this wall. Get it off the wall. And this sorry ass shit. Get this shit. Oh no, you gonna get that motherfucker off. We got that life from my car. Get it off my Pick it up. Mod. Come get this shit. Go on, get that. Tear that shit down. Hurry up. Rip that shit down. Fuck that shit. They not gentle with our hearts. No. Fucking Falcons. Take that shit off the wall. Get all this shit off the fucking wall. Michael Vick. I don't keep Michael Vick. We keep Vic. Vic ain't did nothing to us. Oh, who's that, Matt Ryan? Get him the fuck out of here. Who's that? Matt Ryan and goddamn Freeman? Get that shit out of here. All this shit getting burnt the fuck up. Good. Even fucking better. Get it out of here. Come on. Let's go get the rest of the stuff. Get this up out of here. Get this up out of here. What? Get it out of here. I don't want it. Why you want to keep it? They keep breaking our heart. Fuck that. Oh, get that light back there, too. And that helmet. Get that fucking helmet. And this shit right here. Oh, no, we burning the clothes. Come on. What else? What you got, this Falcons? Get that shit out of there. Oh, yeah, that's trash. That's garbage. Bought my husband a red truck. Go Falcons. Got in little rims. Go Falcons. Stupid Falcon on the back. If I could set this on fire, I would. I'm so disgusted. Oh, yeah. I forgot I had you. Bathrobe. The fuck out of here. Not there, auntie. I'm going to let you live, Julio, because this wasn't your fault. Yeah, really. And, and you need a new team. I'm always the one talking about, no, we're not going to do our birds like that. But guess what? Oh, oh, look. Oh, oh, the signed Matt Ryan jersey. Get that motherfucker down. Get it down. I'm going to let Deion Sanders live because he didn't do anything. But this, this going in the fucking trash. Get this the fuck out of here. Oh, you think you, you wouldn't go? We wouldn't go see you, huh? Trash. You know how much I paid for that stupid signed Matt Ryan jersey? $250 damn dollars I paid for that shit. For what? To be embarrassed every week? Stand back, my R.I.P. Falcons. 
Sick of your asses. What? Oh yeah, for our new team? Yeah. Cause this shit is embarrassing. I might go with the Ravens. Ravens? I baby, I don't even care who you go with. Just pick you a new team. Cause this is ridiculous. And you got all the jerseys? Oh yeah, we got a couple more to throw in there. Oh, like this signed Matt Ryan that I got for your birthday <laughs> a few years ago. $250. <gasps> Fuck Matt Ryan. Oh yeah, Gurley can go right in. Go ahead and throw Gurley in. Go on, throw him in. Throw him in. Throw him in. He sucks. Give my lot of fluid, because it ain't quite burning enough over here. Alright, let's go ahead and throw this bull crap in there. Go ahead and throw that in there. Go on, get rid of this crap too. Alright, son, get it all the way in there now. What jersey is this? Oh, Freeman? Oh, you know this garbage. Go ahead and throw that in there. Go ahead. Another little one of these stupid things. Go on, throw this in there, son. Go on, get it in there. Oh, look, babe, look. It's Matt Ryan and Freeman when they went to the Super Bowl. Remember that? And they fucked it up. Oh, who's this? Julio, this has nothing to do with you, Julio. But Matt Ryan, fuck you. Well, honey, I didn't strip the, the garage. I didn't strip the cars. Uh, don't worry, we need to get a new truck. <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> Let me get the hell back. Fucking Falcons. Rest in peace, Falcons. Rest in peace. You're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast with Rock, Hoop, Q, Aries, Falcon, and keeping it sexy, LG. What's up, what's up, what's up, and welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast. My name is Rock, and I'm joined with my boy Q in the house. What's going on, Q? That's deja vu, man. I don't know what to say. I wake up every every after every morning after a Falcons game like another loss. It's like Groundhog's Day, right? Is that what it is, Groundhog's Day? Yeah, it feels like it. Feels like it. Feels a, like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like same old stuff, you know. When we're we gonna when we're we gonna wake up for this nightmare. All right, and we're also joined all the way from the West Coast with the notorious vid maker, Mr. Aries Falcon. What's up, Aries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's going on, man? It's been a while since I even tried to do a video. I know. Notice that, man. You need to get back on the scene. I do. I do. I've got you. a lot of people looking out, asking me, asking me when I'm going to drop another video, so... Yeah, I man. tell you what, I dropped one after the, the notorious I, I, not bid maker. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped drop one after after our first win. How about that? <laughs> well, it looks like you ain't gonna drop one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll drop one after this weekend, guaranteed. Because if, oh, if you don't beat Carolina, you don't beat. He's back in the he's back in the Falcons. Oh shit! I got to drop a bid now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, if you don't win this one, man, it's it's gonna be a long season. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, uh, 
You know, um, it's going to be a very long season. I think it's already a long season, man. And, you know, you know, what's the what's Falcons podcast? And that's what everybody's asking, man. What is up with the damn Falcons? It's not just the fan base anymore, man. I mean, everybody's asking that stuff. It's like it's uh, it's bad. And I think they're starting to come down with the same conclusion that everybody else is. But, uh, you know, we'll go into that a little later. But that starts with a C. It ends with an ouch. Uh, but, uh, all right. <laughs> but uh, we don't have Hoop in the house today. He's a he's a busy man. And Al G, hey, he's on a milk carton somewhere. So the three amigos will hold it down once again. And we want to thank you. M-I-A. M-I-A. And, uh, you know, I guess they don't want to show their heads since this team is sucking so bad right about now. But we want to thank everybody for tuning in and checking us out. Anyway, we sure do, do appreciate it. You can always find us yes, on, on Twitter. Hit us up at Twitter at What's Up Falcons. And you can call in, leave a message on our text line, which is 770-268-0555. All right, fellas. Why does this keep happening, man? Green Bay took it easy on us. Yeah, thank you. No, we expected no. to lose the Green Bay, though, right? I mean, yeah. anybody expected yeah. a win? We did. I mean, I was hoping for I was hoping for a win, but I mean, I expected them to, to, them to lose against Green Bay because Green Bay's been on the ball since day one. So, real. Am I the only one that thought like with the way this Falcons team is, like there was a chance they might beat Green Bay, and you know, because it's just so crazy right now? Yeah, I thought because. Yeah. You know, we used to beat him so much before in the past, but I knew with our key guys out, that was just a pipe dream. Hey, they yeah. kept it competitive. It wasn't, you know, at one point it looked like it was going to be a blowout, but they kept it competitive. They kept it close for the most part. Right. You know, so, I mean, I was I was at a friend's house, so we watched it um, on his projection screen outside. Same here. You know, so. Yep. And it, it, it was just crazy. I mean, you know, I mean, like, like I said, I have this shirt that says, all I want to do is drink beer and watch my Falcons kick your team's ass. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I was half right that night. <laughs> you almost made me spit up my beer. My, my <laughs> <laughs> you need to buy some duct tape for that shirt, Aries, and uh, <laughs> cover up the second half. Man, I'm telling you, I was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I got, I, you know what I'm saying, half done. So, you know, I, I was good at that point. But see, you I, could- I, I, was, I was so lit. I, I just, I didn't care anymore about it by the end of the third quarter. I was like, man, hurry because the game over with so I can go home. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a damn shame when you just want a game to end so you can go home. <laughs> a lot of people did, man. They're like, oh, just stop it. Just stop it. Uh, no. For me, like that's the highlight of my week. Like when Sundays roll around, like that's like the best three hours of my entire week. Cause you know, you, you you're busy all week with work and family and all this, that. Yeah. But you know, my family at least knows, you know, when the Falcons game comes on, that's my that's my three hours. Like, leave me alone, let me do it. So I look forward to those three hours. So, you know, right. to go back to what Aries was saying about just get the game over, I'm like, uh, I don't ever want to feel like that. Like, ah, oh, man, just get this game over so I can do something else or, right. or go home or whatever, you know. But I, it is starting to feel like that. Yeah, man. It is. Cause it is. I, I mean, and, and me, me being a fan, I mean, I mean, you know, you only have so much, right. you know what I'm saying, hope for your team. But, I mean, after a while, you have to be, like, like I said, a realist and realize that this shit, shit is not going well with this yeah. team right now. Yeah. 
We're not good right now, man. We are not good. No, I've had I've had like my homeboy's a Green Bay fan, and he he didn't even want to hit me up because he knew what kind of season we're having. Yeah. So I sent him, I sent him a text. I said, "Hey, man, congrats on the win." He was like, "Yeah, man, I didn't want to say nothing, but uh, <laughs> I was like, hey, man, we're we're playing like shit right now. It's obvious." He was like, "Yeah, so hopefully we can catch up some other time." Yeah, he he wanted to be like Aaron Rodgers, take it easy on you, man. He's like, "I don't want to rub it in." So uh, just like everybody, he did for us, man. I mean, they could have put up more points if they wanted to. He was doing whatever he, the hell he wanted to. So, yeah, was, I think they could have, but yeah, he was tearing it up. I mean, it was just his passes just were, were hitting. I mean, a few few nice little breakups by the the very disappointing Oliver, but uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, very disappointing Oliver indeed, man. Well. Uh, all right, well, we'll just go into it, man. We, we'll, we'll go into it with the good, the bad, and the ugly of the Green Bay game. The Green Bay. Falcons Green Bay. All right, where do we go from here, Edition, actually? So, uh, if there was any good to be had in this game... Uh, Q, did you find any any bright spots? The Falcons, like they always do in primetime games, at least show up. And, um, you know, they, they kept it competitive. You know, there was no time I was ever like, really, like, uh, I'm just going to turn off the TV. This is over. I, I stayed into it as long as I could. I think I finally turned it off halfway through the third, but I stayed with it as long as I could. And right. I was proud of the Falcons, man, you know, after those... Yeah. First three losses, you know, I I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if they were going to get blown out the water or what, but right. they, they kept it uh, true to form prime time, and uh, that was my good, man. They kept it close. All right. What about you, Aries? I'm going to have to roll roll with that, man. They didn't they didn't lose by, like, t- t- 25 on prime time, so you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> no, I agree, man, and I'm going to piggyback on you guys with that. You know, I, I kind of tweeted out in the game. I saw you saw that Aries, but uh, you know, I, I, when the secondary started, you know, they didn't quit and they started really playing with some intensity. And I said, you know, they had played with this same intensity, like in the first few games, man, we probably wouldn't be in this situation. And these were the we would be two and one easy, right? You know, so and these were, you know, not even most of them weren't even starters, but you saw the intensity and the fight, you know. They were, they were fighting for Quinn. You could see it, but, you know. But it did make me proud, too, Q. That's funny you said that. I, I did get a little proud. I'm like, at least they're trying, you know. If they're going to lose, they're going to lose. But at least they're trying. They're not doing stupid stuff like they normally do. So, so yeah. So, that would be my good, too. Uh, Aries, what was, since there's a lot of it, what was your a bad that really stuck out to you? Ew. Um, hmm. Let me think. Oh yeah, I'll say Oliver. <laughs> he got burned. It was just, he, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, and these and and Green Bay's receivers aren't like the best. Right. Don't get me wrong; they're good. They're not the, but they're, they're not the best in the league. Like, and I mean, you go up against Julio every, every day at practice. Like, I don't get how you are getting beat this bad. Right. Yeah. Good Julio point. and Ridley. Don't forget Ridley. He could be a number one yeah. somewhere. Yep. True. Yeah. All good points, man. Good points. What about you, Q? Bad. Yeah, I don't want to beat up on Oliver, but it probably is Oliver. But 
Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to say Oliver. I mean, I can't really think of a bad thing. Like I said, a lot of us weren't expecting a win, anyways. It was just you know, don't get beat up too too bad. So, right. Yeah, same old Oliver, and uh, I mean, I guess we guess we stuck with him because of all the injuries. It's yeah. Not like you know, you can switch him out. So we got to roll with Oliver and just hope he progresses. All right, all right. Uh, my bad. I'm, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to give it to Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley because for the life of them, they couldn't get on the same page all damn night, man. You know, Matt couldn't put it right where it needed to be. He kept overthrowing and stuff, and they just couldn't link up at all. How many catches did he finish with? I'm not- uh, one. One or two. Okay, like the last time I remember, I remember the announcer saying he had no catches, and that was that was getting pretty deep into the game. I, I think that might have been third quarter. Or so, right. So, that's crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. They were, you know, I don't know what happened. They were frustrated, whatever. But they they just went on the same page, man. Like in those previous games, it was like you know he was Julio number two, and you know even though Matt was overthrowing it. Sometimes little- he was Julio number one. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I see. I, I think a lot of it was because because that that was their first game this season on real grass. Their first three games have all been on turf. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Like that artificial turf. So being on grass is totally different from from playing on you know in, in real turf. And with Green Bay being at home field, they're used to it. So you know that that was a big a big factor in it. That's that's part of the home field advantage too. You think so, man? It's like driving a car, man. If you can I drive mean, a car, you can drive a minivan, no, 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 you can drive a pickup truck. No, 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 no. It's, t- it's totally different. If you ever had cleats and you stepped on turf and then and then what and then stepped out on grass, it's two two different things. The uh, tr- tr- traction is not there. If you saw that pass to uh, I'm saying um Julio when he tried to make that cut and he slipped on turf, th- that's a catch. But uh, the fact that it's grass, it gave it, it, it gave out. From 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 under him. I don't know. No, 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 no. Professional or not? If the grass, if the grass was wet, I would give you that one. I would give you that one if the grass was wet. Yeah, because they practice on grass. They practice on grass. Yeah, they do practice on grass at Flowery Branch. But that, that, no, 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 no. That, that's 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 different, bro. <laughs> they're not they're not going one hundred one hundred ten percent on the practice field. Of course they are. They are, man. Bullshit, motherfucker. <laughs> Is that what are. you think? Okay. They are, man. I mean, they don't like you know tackle at 110 percent the tackling is at 110 yeah. percent but the, the the cuts and stuff and the double moves you see all that at Fowery Branch and people go out there and watch the practices. Yeah, they. I see what you're saying, Aries, but uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> kind of reaching a little bit, but you know it could happen. All right, well, moving on, moving on. What about an ugly man? Uh, uh, Q, you had an ugly. There's plenty. Uh, I'm just going to say, my ugly is probably just 0 four right. at the bottom of the division. Yeah, I'm not even going to look into the game. I mean, there's plenty to beat up those guys for, but. Yeah, 0-4, man. Who, who would have thought? I didn't think that. Aries, you have an ugly? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. It's just the, it, the whole being 0-4 thing. It's just, it's just ridiculous. I mean, you know, it. I, I mean, I can jump, jump on the OC for the play calls and all that, but 
Uh, I just mean the fact that they're 0 4 is, is beyond me. Yeah. Which yeah. Show Aries. If they were two and two right now, would you would be uh, excited? I would. I would be happy. Optimistic. Yeah. Optimistic. You know. Yeah. I would too. too. I would too. And uh, yeah, I would definitely too. And, and and the truth truth be told, they should be a two and two team right oh, now. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that that Cowboys and Bears game, I, I still don't no, get it. Should... And I went back and watched the highlights over and over again. Oh yeah. And uh, and speaking of being zero and four, they haven't been zero and four since when ninety nine. Ninety nine. That's crazy, man. So uh, yeah, so uh, I think we're getting close to the root of the problem with this team, but uh, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll mention that a little later. But my ugly, I'm going to give my ugly to the coaching staff because uh, those guys were looking lost out there and unprepared. And and Dan Quinn looks like he didn't know what the hell he was doing. He was just hoping something would work. And um, so that was just an ugly Is he still look. messing with the defense this year or no? He, I think, I think he still has his hand in it, but he's not controlling the defense. He should take his damn hands out of it. That's what I think because the guy, the guy's not good, and um, yeah, he's not good. And and that's so funny. I was going to say this later, but I'll just mention it now. I've checked out the uh, Pound for Pound podcast, and Jr. made a very interesting timeline that I thought was pretty good about Quinn and. And what's happened here? So um, I'm going to see if I can get him to to come on and and, and talk about it because um, it was very interesting. He broke it down on the timeline of of, of everything, especially with Quinn. So um, stay tuned for that. I'll I'll see if I can get him on. But uh, all right, well we know that it's pretty much you know could we could win one and we could win two, but overall. We're not looking good, fellas. And um, no, no. Right about now, we're, we're I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at okay, who's going to be in top five in the draft? That's that's basically what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, and uh, and the rest of those guys are playing for <laughs> wherever they're going to be playing next year. But uh, but we did get <laughs> what was that? Q? I was just laughing. Oh, okay. The guys are going to be wherever they are next year. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of guys that are going to be somewhere else next year. Yeah, that is true. But, you know, I know we had injuries and everything, and no one really thought we were going to win this game. But uh, even without the injuries, we we, did, we weren't up to a, our first couple games weren't good. So, but uh, Q, um, speaking of injuries, we maintain a lot of injuries during this game as well. Uh, you have an injury report? The injury report. I do. You have to bear with me. All right. Oops, sent me a, a lot of different things to take over in his place, but uh, but um, um, we'll start off with Julio. Um, they're saying he's probably going to miss. There's a good chance he's going to miss um, the Carolina game with a hamstring injury. Yeah. So uh, that's not good. Yeah. Um, not at all. Uh, Calvin Ridley has an ankle problem, but they do believe he'll be there and be able to play. But he has an ankle problem, so you know if he steps out next week, right? Don't be surprised. Right. Um, hang on here. Let me go to another one here. Let's see what else we got. All right. 
I got one if you can't find one. It's all Keanu, Neil, and Ricardo Allen. Obviously, we know about them. Go ahead, Aries. Go ahead and jump in with that one while I'm. Tomate Casey tore his ACL. I mean, his tore his Achilles, so he's out for the season. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was another one I was going to get to. Now I'm looking at that one right now. Yeah. They. Didn't well, did they officially say that that's what happened? Yeah. Because, um, yeah. from what I have this, it just says a very, very serious injury happened no, on the Monday night it's, game. It, it's on, um, it's on what IG, it's on Twitter. Uh, he took he, he towards Achilles. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. He's out for the rest of this season and quite possibly his last season as a Falcons, too. You think? Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to clean house, man, and I think he might be a casualty. Hmm. But that's just me thinking, but yeah. Anybody else, uh, Q? I think that's about it. The only thing I don't see is um, how Kung Fu is doing, but his replacement <laughs> one and a half bad, so we'll see how um, how the kicking game goes against Carolina. You mean Young Way Koo? Young Way yeah. It's <laughs> people who invented the Kung Flu. Young Ho. Come on, Dad. And speaking of that, that new kicker that took his place didn't help that he missed the damn field goal, so. He missed the extra point. <laughs> oh, the extra that's point. He knew. Yeah. yeah, he missed yeah, the extra point. That. Yeah. Well, we I think we all knew he was going to miss something, so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also, man, I, I saw, uh, I think Von McClure or someone posted that, uh, no, I saw a interview with um, uh, our defensive coordinator, coordinator is it Marquel Manuel? He said that uh, Dante Fowler was actually playing through an ankle injury during the, the Green Bay game. So I don't know if that kind of contributed to why he couldn't get any sacks or whatever but they're saying that he's still he's coming along but he was playing with an injury with an ankle injury so did you uh, have anybody that stood out that just didn't show up you mean health wise or just what do you mean no I'm talking about just didn't show up in the game you didn't hear the name called oh um that was actually playing yes sir but I mean, it, it would have been him, Dante Fowler, because I was like, "Where, where's our pass rush? We had no pass rush." Okay. And then that came out that he was playing through an ankle injury. So, but all right, man. So uh, you're listening to the What's Some Falcons podcast. All right, fellas. So we know we're in a, in a position now. Um, you know, all the fan base are pretty. Most of us are pretty irked and pissed off. You know, with every game that goes by, and hopefully they'll turn around. But a lot of people have already given up. Um, you know, and that goes to you know check out the fan base. You know, I don't. It's just hard being a Falcons supporter, man. But you know, we still do it. But a question came up: like, when was the last time you were happy to say that you were a Falcons fan? Is, is there some in particular time that y'all can y'all remember the last time when, you said that? Go, Super Bowl, going, year, going man. To Super Bowl, yeah, <laughs> going to the Super Bowl when when, when they were running through everybody, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you a Falcon fan or you uh 
he Mike Vick or Post. I said, man, I'm I'm freaking Falcon fan since Dion, bro. You better could come off of that. <laughs> sure. So yeah, I mean, and 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 the the, the the bandwagon was deep, right? Especially out here. Like I've never seen so many Falcon fans in Cali. I'm like, where in the hell y'all come from? <laughs> I'm glad you said that, man, because I was wondering, <laughs> I was telling somebody, I was like, yeah, we, you know, one of my boys on the show, you know, he's from Cali and Cali's rolling pretty deep with Falcons fans. I didn't even know that. He showed us pictures and videos and everything. Man, it, it was ridiculous out here for a minute. I'm like, where in the hell all these bandwagon come from now? I can't find a single one. <laughs> <laughs> they all went to Vegas. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. They all became Raider fans. Oh, man. That is funny. That is funny, man. Wow. No, they all the, LA the fans guy, now, man. The the, the guy that the house I, I went over, he's a Falcon fan. So, I mean, I, I, I met him right. during that, that playoff game against the Rams down in LA. So, we've stayed in contact over IG ever since. So, and I'll tell you. <laughs> It's interesting you bring that up about all the bandwagon fans during the Super Bowl. One thing that I know that that's true is our our downloads, man. During our show, we usually stay steady around, you know, somewhere between 100, 200. And if we're doing real good, a little over 200 downloads per per episode. That episode before the Super Bowl, we were, we reached over the thousands, man. I think we almost got 2,000 in like a couple of days. I'm like, well, where the hell did all this come from? Man, where did it go? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, the next show after that? <laughs> we didn't even break 100. <laughs> See, yeah, that's just no. some bandwagons, man. That's some bandwagons. And I can't I can't stand back and win. The ones I hate who wear a Falcon gear and be like, oh, I, oh, oh, because the hat goes with my outfit. I said, man, if you don't take that flag off. Right. <laughs> Because to me, that's all it is. It's a giant flag. You're waving a flag in my face, whether it be a T-shirt, a lanyard, a hat. It's a flag to me. So I, I zoom in whenever I, you know what I'm saying, I see somebody wearing team colors. Bro, so, man, man, this is how bandwagon it was. Around here, you know, I've been flying my uh, Falcons fan in front, I mean, flag in front of the house for a few years now. But that year they went to the Super Bowl. Don't you know someone walked in our yard at night and stole it? That's fucked up, man. And I'm like, just like a dirty wow. bird. Yeah, it's like a dirty bird. They probably wow. trip walked when they was leaving. And I was yeah. up too. And they had to do it late because I, I didn't go to bed till like two in the morning that night. And they had to have, and I didn't hear anything, man. That's pretty bold. Walk up to some, and we got like a little fence, so you have to open a gate and physically, you know, walk towards our house to do that. Wow, that's crazy. Well, crim- criminals, criminals don't strike to about three thirty, man. That's that's when we do our thing. I mean, that's when they do their thing. Yeah. Wow. Hey, I'm I'm t- I'm surprised. I'm surprised with y'all gun laws. He didn't get shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, we didn't hear him though. Yeah. You know. <laughs> because because I wish I knew the wood ninja. <laughs> I don't know, man. I had to wake my wife up. Get the gun. Shoot this. <laughs> <laughs> shoot him, Mackie. Shoot yeah, him. Let her shoot him. Yeah, it's let her gun. Shoot him. Don't use it. Don't use it. Shoot him. Hey, I wasn't. Oh, God, wood. It's hers. It goes. <laughs> All right, I digress. I digress. Uh, Q, what was the. All they should have heard was buckshot, buckshot, buckshot. She already told me. She's like, hey, if it goes down here and something, something happens, she's like, when I say 
you know, hit the floor, just do it. I'm like, don't worry. Does that mean she's winning? It's funny because LG LG sold a Falcons flag on that uh, Facebook market page. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, wow. Like a week after it got stolen? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was the next damn day, though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's funny. But Q, what, what, what was your proudest moment, man? I know it was the Super Bowl, right? Or was it another time? Say that you were... The happiest you were. To be no, that's what I said. The, the happiest yeah. Falcon season of my life was both Super Bowl years. The, the one in back in '98 when we went up to Minnesota and right. knocked off uh, Randy Moss and Randall Cunningham up there. Right. And then, and then when we um, when we went to the Super Bowl again this year, man, especially that that Super Bowl because I was like, I mean, you know, I you know I love me some Brady. So I mean, Brady and the, against the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Right. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be good. And on paper, I mean, it, it was a good game. I mean, it, yeah. it was a blowout with a comeback. And then I was like, well, the Falcons pull it off, even though they let them back in the game. You know, it's still a win, and we get our first Super Bowl and yada, yada, yada. But then when, when Brady did his thing and won, I was like, damn, well, I was like, you know, good for Brady, man, another ring. But I'm like, damn, man, what a, what a, what a mark on the city of Atlanta. Yeah. And even to this day, people still – Make fun of us on March what, March twenty eighth when is the day that you know yeah. the the Patriots fans sent out the that little thing you know twenty eight to three or whatever you know they they have a date on the calendar and they stuck to it all these you know it's only been a couple years but they still sticking to it I'm like man let it go no they still bringing it up well they need they can drop it now since they <laughs> since Tom ain't there they hey, man, we're gonna let them get back man watch out for them now though uh, okay sure yep <laughs> hey. They got a better chance of making the playoffs right now than we do. Anybody does. Everybody, everybody got a better chance than we do. Yeah, I mean, the Bengals, the Bengals got their first win this weekend. So, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cleveland Cleveland looked like some all-stars out there this weekend. That's what I, I don't heard. know if anybody saw the highlights with Odell Beckham, man. Well, 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 I, mean, I mean, they better. They got an all-star team. Yep. They better go off. I mean, their defense is, is packed. They, they got, you know what I'm saying, a, a good receiving core, good running game. They hell, they better go off. There's no excuse for it. Yeah, I, I hear yeah. that. And I think somebody bribed uh, Odell. I think they said, "Man, we got three girls that'll shit on you after the game as long as you go off." <laughs> so I mean, to him, that's that's like R. Kelly, some underage girls. He was like, "Come on, with it." Now, the worst, the worst thing, the worst troll was. Uh, the the uh, Patriots ring ceremony. Oh, y'all heard about wait, that? Wait, right? wait, wait, no, 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 no! Tell me about that. Their championship ring for that game has three hundred and twenty-eight diamonds in it. Oh no! Stop! Oh stop! I, I'm dead ass. You, you can look that up. I believe it, man. I totally believe, I believe it. it too. That's crazy, man. <laughs> It's either 328 or 283, but it's somewhere in that line to where it's a 28 to 3 reference. Yeah, they wore that down to the ground, man. But I thought, uh, didn't their owner, didn't he like donate or, or something his ring to, to something that happened recently? He donated the Super Bowl, the last Super Bowl ring, the, the one that they played against us. I don't know, but I'm, I'm not sure. Out. But that's the that's the trophy that's the trophy that Grunk broke. Yeah, remember Grunk broke the trophy during the ceremony. He put a big ass dent in it by accident. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
damn grunk. But they were so happy. They were like, let's, let's take this one with us. They need to get it fixed. I heard that's the one they still have. It's the one with the big ass dent from grunk. <laughs> because they were just so happy with the win. Well, let me let me flip that last question about um, the last time you were happy. As a, as a happy Falcon, Falcons fan. What pisses you guys off when we on in a game like when we play our games what thing that they do outside of just losing blowing leads blowing leads blowing leads yeah blowing leads yep. is number one that's exactly what I was going to say yeah blowing I leads. mean if you look at the offense statistically isn't it one of the best offenses in the league even with all the losses I mean we put right. up some points yeah this is a good offense yeah Matt Ryan is number three in passing yards Ridley is number two in receiving right uh, um yeah, I mean, they, Julio they just, can't be too far. Where's Julio at? I don't think Julio's been doing much this this Maybe season. Not. Maybe not. But How are we looking as, as far as rushing? Has anybody looked? We're not that good. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Probably because we're throwing the ball so much, though. Blowing leads. Well, because that Bears game, there was a couple of times when I was listening to it on the radio, I'm like, why are you throwing the ball and going three and out? Like, run it. That's your offensive yeah. coordinator, that, man. That, Bears, that Bears game, I couldn't understand why they was not running the ball, play action, you know what I'm saying, a little a little dump off the girl so he can get five, six yards. You know what I mean? Something to keep the clock moving and to keep the defense off the field. Like, I just I couldn't understand that. Because we have I don't think I understand it. I think there's something wrong with Gurley that we don't know about. I don't think no. Gurley is as healthy as as everybody thinks he is, man. I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I said Gurley is going to be that compliment player. He's not the the right. lead back. So I, I, I knew that was coming with Gurley. But what I don't, what I don't understand about that Green Bay game is that you're going third and short. It's third and short. You're passing the ball, and right. you have Edo Smith out there to pass block. The smallest of all the all the running backs, you right. have Edo Smith out there to pass block, which didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, man. We've had a lot of questionable coaching calls, and yeah, I, I was listening to ninety two nine the game, and somebody yeah. actually mentioned that that same exact point that Aries made. Yeah, on ninety two nine the game, and it's not it, it it's not just. Like I said, it's not just the fan base; it's other people that are saying that too, who follow just the NFL and are pretty, you know, biased as far as they're not supporting any particular team. There's like end of the story: the Falcons have a lot of good talent; they just do not have a consistent or a culture, a good winning culture, and bad coaching. You know, and we we. We've all like the last since the Super Bowl. We've tried to dissect this shit on this show. We thought it was this, then we thought it was that, and then like as soon as you think it's one thing, it's something different. So if it keeps changing, keeps and cha- keeps changing like that, it's the fact that they don't know what they're doing. And Dirk is so vanilla; everything he does can be predictable. And uh, and DQ definitely does not know what the hell he's doing as a defensive coordinator and it's looking like as a head coach and I say it again man I'm going to get Aries I'm not Aries but JR to, to talk about this on our show because he he goes in pretty good detail about this whole thing and it was an interesting thing but uh, I'll reach out to him and maybe we can have him on but uh yeah man so uh, okay well, I mean 
with the game, what game? Okay, we got you know we played our first four games and we lost every one. Is there any game you guys feel confident that we can win coming up? Q, I know you kind of mentioned the next game against the Panthers. Are you confident about that? I mean, with this Falcons team, I'm not confident about anything. But but yeah, I mean, it's a home game. It's going to be fans. I think um, I think you beat Carolina. If you don't beat Carolina, you're in a lot of trouble. Because it's not going to get yeah, easier if it picks back up again. Because the only other team I see that we have a chance of beating is the Detroit Lions. Right. Yeah. And that's I, what Dan Quinn was saying. Oh, the schedule is going to help us get it back on track. Well, I'm like, the schedule shouldn't matter. You should look at your schedule and be like, loss, loss, loss. Oh, get back on track. Loss, loss, loss. Get back on track. No, don't right. look at your schedule that way. But I mean, even in between those games, you still got, I think you still got the Minnesota Vikings in there somewhere. You think we can beat them? The Vikings are actually after the Panthers. That's what I'm saying. We got, we got Panthers, we got Vikings, and then is Detroit the, after the, that? We got the- yeah, then we got Carolina again, and then we got the, the Denver Broncos, and so then the Bengals. So, so the Bengals, I see. Oh, I'm sorry, that that was that that was preseason schedule. Um, so we have the bye, and then we got Saints, Oakland. So I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, Vegas, Oakland, San Diego, Tampa, KC, and then Tampa. Yeah, that's the GGs. That's 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 a three win tops. If, uh, but that's but that's if that's hoping you can beat who are you saying they're going to beat during that time you saying they're going to beat the Chargers I I think I think they can I think they can beat the Broncos I think they can beat I think they Detroit can beat Lions too. I think they can beat Detroit but if they let Matthew Stafford go off like he did last weekend we're in trouble because that dude has an arm yeah he does he does and and our secondary isn't looking too hot so well let me ask you you fellas this what makes you think that the coaches on these other teams will will exploit our weaknesses, which like everybody else has been, because it's not rocket scientists. We're not creative at all. They know what we're gonna do. They know about the what's that one um, the defense calls all the time. Um, something two the um, Tampa two prevent two Tampa two oh, Tampa two yeah. It's you know we call the same stuff they know what we're going to call before we call it you know and they don't adjust it we have been doing this for years we don't make changes we don't make adjustment uh, adjustments we just try to outplay them and it don't work because our play callers don't know yeah, what the, the hell they're doing the Falcons are trying to do something like you see like schools like USC do, you know do back in the day where it's like the offense will just score a whole bunch of points and the defense will give up a whole bunch of points, right. but the offense will carry you to a win, and that doesn't work in the NFL. Right. It might work for USC back in those Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart days when they were winning all those championships and games where like final score was like 47-35, but that doesn't work in the NFL. As we're seeing, man, as we're seeing. And so, I mean, if they're not going to change up their scheme or, or try to do something different and creative, it's going to be more of the same, man. You can't tell me all these other coaches and players are better than we are, just because that's what they they you know that's how they plan for. That's they're they're that good. Yeah, when the offense is at a hundred percent, I mean it's a hard offense to stop, and they're going to get their points. 
That's why I was surprised yeah. they didn't score that many points against Green Bay. I thought they would have put up a little bit more points. And had they put up a little bit more points, they probably could have walked out with a win. If they put up the points they did against the Bears and right. and against um, the Cowboys. But, but see, the defense is that Achilles heel, man. Everybody knows, Yeah. okay, they're going to score on us, but we're going to get that defense. We're going to torch that defense. And I don't want to see any of Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my goodness. Patrick Mahomes is playing lights out right now. Yeah. That's going to be the game to watch. They explored us, man. Uh, no, no, it's not. <laughs> not if you're a Falcon fan. <laughs> well, yeah, if you, yeah, if you're a Falcon fan. You don't want to well, see it yeah, happen. No, but. no, no. But I was. Somebody <laughs> said earlier in the, in the in the show about Green Bay probably could have beat up on us a little bit more if they really wanted to. Yeah. But I don't think Andy Reid's going to hold any punches. Andy Reid wants his scores, and he, he's aggressive. He's creative. Right. And Andy, Andy Reid's damn good. Andy Reid's the best coach in the game right now from an offensive standpoint than anybody I've seen do it for a while. But did you notice like like when we when we do have those leagues and we, it's looking like we're going to win and then in the second half, whether it's third or fourth quarter, that the other team all of a sudden starts to like they're making their comeback because they're doing different things. They're 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 changing up their plans. They're honing in on what our weak point is, and it always works. And then we end up trying to play catch up, and then they eventually win. But we'd never do that. Same thing as last year, man. We lost to the Tennessee Titans. Right. Three weeks after we lost to the Tennessee Titans, they they benched their starting quarterback. I think it was actually two weeks later. Right. We lost to the Arizona Cardinals last year. Horrible team. They came back, they beat us. But this year, the thing is, is like we're losing the teams that are actually, you know, I think are a little bit better than some of those teams. And the Cowboys, I don't know about the Cowboys, though, to tell you the truth. They may not be as good as everybody thinks they are. Yeah, but the Cowboys are going to win that division. Yeah. I mean, Giants are trash, though. Are the Bears Eagles or Eagles think they are? I I don't I don't know I don't know that's yet to be seen yet because because of the two teams they played before I mean they I mean they played what the Bengals and the Lions and the Falcons yeah before they played us you know what I'm saying so they played two trash teams anyway so I I would say uh, by week eight I'd be able to get a better feel for what the Bears are but I think they're a decent team you know what I'm saying they're they're a, a decent team that they don't win their division. But but you remember when we were on Erichi, but you remember we were on that Bears podcast and they, yeah. they they didn't feel confident even after our loss. The dude was like Exactly. He he thought that right. we were gonna come through and you know, our offense was gonna kill him and, and you know, the what the players they had missing, he thought that we were gonna they were gonna lose to us. We I mean we had that game in the bag. We had yeah. it. So I yeah. mean I, I our, off, our offense did kill him. Yeah, it's just the defense couldn't couldn't hold them, and and the the, the, the stupid ass play calling and all that other crap. It's exactly, just, exactly. You know, it's, it's you, the second half. It's the second half that hurts us offensively. It's like we come out in the first half and we put up all these points, but in the second half, I don't know what happens with the offense in the second half. But they really, they really just don't show up in the second. They half, don't make man. adjustments. <laughs> That's pretty much. Like, okay, you guys know a lot more as far as play calling than I do, but like we always see when people start to like double team Julio or, or they try with Ridley or they try uh, like uh, in the Seattle Seattle game, Adams kept coming from left and right, just eating Matt Ryan's lunch. And we did nothing to prevent that. And Pete Carroll adjusted for that. When was the last time the Falcons did anything like that 
for a star on the team that we're gonna that we end up playing. Do we do that at all? Can y'all tell? Not no, not I, at all, I, man. I, no, I mean you don't I, do that. I, number one, and then number two, your play calling is is horrible. Like I said in that Bears game, had we just started pounding the rock in the second half, we might have walked out of there with a the win because we were able some clock and and done some things right, but. They got pass happy. I don't understand why they get so pass happy. You would think because by now they would learn the lesson. They're a pass first team. They're a pass first team. But whenever we had any success in the past, we're always a rush, a run first team. Yeah. The year we went to the Super Bowl, I think we they were a pass first team. They were they, they were they were the number one in offense. Well, the, in the previous seasons under other coaches, Dan Reeves, Jim Mora, we were a run first team. And 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 where that get us? Just especially especially the uh, Jim Moore era. Come on now, we went right. to the NFC Championship. Oh, okay. But in but in the run first offense, they went to Super Bowl twice. Once they went to a Super Bowl once. No, when when the the the, uh, the uh, team that went in '98, they were a pass first team. Okay, maybe I don't remember. Okay. I thought they were a, a running team, but. It, they were a. I mean, they don't get me wrong. They had a good running game, but but they were because the run game was so good is because they couldn't st- st- stop the pass. Hmm. Who was that quarterback? Was it Chris Chandler? Yeah, that was Chris Chandler. Yep. Yeah. So, and Matt Ryan is no Chris Chandler. No, he's better. Right. All right, so, guys. I mean, yeah, we have issues, <laughs> but. I want to, you know, I was on Twitter, man. Then uh, I'm sorry, I ain't listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast. Um, I was seeing on, looking on Twitter just to see what, you know, people were saying during this game and just to get some, you know, something to read on the show and get you guys' reaction to some of the questions that I, well, things that people were posting. And then I'll run, I'll do about two or three of them, then we can wrap it up. Um, William McFadden. Uh, at Will McFadden said um, Dan Quinn says this is um, this start is confusing and frustrating but says that all of our focus all our energy is on Carolina and uh, what do you guys think about that comment that he said this start is confusing and frustrating yeah, it, it is. It is because because of of uh, the talent we have on offense. We, sh- I mean, honestly, I think we should be four and zero. To be to be honest, to be completely honest, but with with the talent that's on this team, but right. we're not. We're on four, so it, it it is confusing. And the fact that we're looking towards Carolina, they're looking toward Carolina to turn things around and get their first win. Right. So, what do you think? You. Oh, I'm sorry. Everything I think the I think the only the only person that's confused is the coaching staff. They obviously don't know what they're doing because Bingo. Us guys that are not coaches know that hey, in that Carolina, in that Bears game, and we ran the ball a little bit more, we probably could have walked out or walked away with a win, and maybe also the same with the with the Cowboys game. So I think the only people that are confused is the coaching staff. I think uh, anybody watching the game on TV can see it, realize it, and. It's the, it's the coaching that's confused. It's it's not it's not the game or what's being thrown at them during the game. I, I, it's, it's it's the coaches. Bingo! I agree with you, man. Because that's the last thing you want your coach to say is that he's confused about why it's starting off like that. So, uh, 
and your boy Shine uh, uh, Aries, he commented too on that particular uh, post, and he said, mm-hmm. uh, he said it's truly not. He said he's he's refusing to be honest with himself, so he keeps trying the same things. I'm like, yep, pretty much. It's not that confusing. He keeps trying to put the uh, circle in the square holes. So, do you think uh, Arthur Blink goes ahead and, and? I mean, we've already seen it with some teams. You think the, they fire him, or you let him let him go the distance? Well, uh, I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, if they don't fire him within the next two weeks, you might as well let him finish out the season because there's no hope after that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so ma- 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 making a coaching change in the middle of the season does no good for the team. You might as well let him come finish out the season. So you either fire him now or wait or wait until the end of the season. And I hear you too. And I think that's what he's going to do, even though people disagree with that because they're saying that at this point, if we continue to let him coach the team, that we're just asking for everything that we're getting. And I understand that point, but I also understand that I think this time it's not just going to be, I mean, you fire Dan Quinn and put somebody else in there, it's still not going to help this team. So I think it's it's definitely it might it might light, light a fire, it might get some people's attention. I mean, you got to do something. Should have I mean? But it's you, not just Quinn. It though. soft if you just let it play because, out. Because 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 the, the, because because the thing is, if you fire him now, you have to deal with the coaches that are available to you know to basically start coaching now, right? right? Or, 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 or 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 you bring in somebody who's already on the team as their interim head coach. Right. Which probably it'd probably be the D- D- Dirk Cutter oh, since, since, since 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 he's the OC. Right. But yeah. if you wait to the end of the season, then you have these these assistant coaches and OCs and and DCs that are looking for a head coaching job. So you have a better of a pick, and they know that you're available. You know what I'm saying because from what I hear, the I think it's the offensive coordinator to Kansas City. He's mm-hmm. looking. He's Eric, looking to move up, Eric the enemy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's going to work for us though, because Andy Reid's calling the plays. So if you're not getting Andy Reid, you're just getting Andy Reid's assistant. But I mean, we've seen that with um, every time a, a, a coach left New England, everyone said, "Oh, we're going to steal New England coaching. We're going to all of a sudden be, uh, you know, good." And well, I, I take that back. Well, look How at the Kirby. Giants doing this year? How the Giants doing this year? Giants are trash, but I mean, are they trash. Okay, I thought yeah. they might have been. I seen, I saw them play. The Giants are trash. The they took, the, Lions they took trash. the receiver. They took the receiver coach from New England. They were so desperate. And and the and the Lions took the defensive coordinator coach from yeah. yep. New England, and they've been bad since his since he's gotten there. So I, I'm I'm thinking within the next year or two, he's going to lose his job. Yeah. All right. Well, here, let me read one more Twitter <laughs> post and Q. I know you're going to love I, this I just one. don't understand. I don't, I, before you read it, though, I yeah. just don't understand if you do fire Dan Quinn, which you should, I mean, regardless. But who are you going to bring in unless you just go, somehow can still a coach? No, there are, like, there, really, like, there will be options. There will be options. But yeah. yeah. At, the, at the end of the season, they're, they're, they're going to be options. You know, you know. Coaches are, are going to get let go from, from their current job, or you know, offensive coordinators are, are, are going to want to move. You know what I'm saying? So there are going to be options, but like right now, 
you have to put somebody in, in, in play who's already on the team or but bring in an interim head coach. See what I'm saying? So Yeah, yeah and I, I get that though, but I don't think we need an offensive minded coach. I think whoever comes in can keep Dirk Cutter. I mean, I think Dirk Cutter, Dirk Cutter is showing he, that he that he knows what he's doing. He has who who can you bring in? I mean, he's put up points. Not consistently throughout the entire game, all four quarters. But I mean he's putting up points, but I mean who can you bring in that can change this defense up? Well, I mean that's we, we don't know right it's, now. It's, it's hard. But I, mean, I don't hard. I don't but see you I mean but you, that's what Dan Quinn is. Dan Quinn is is a defensive minded coach. I just right. I don't I don't, I think you bring in a coach who's gonna help the offense not lose leads. Right. And keep, and keep the ball going and have him hire somebody who's going to revamp that defense. Yeah. You know, let, let him bring in somebody that he's c- comfortable with and knows how to run a defense. And that's don't and that, bring that. Right. That's, and that's, but I think at this point, it's a minded coach. And I think that's gonna, what's going to happen. The defense is what it is. What because, else can you do? Uh, because of the leadership, but because, because of the coaching, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because of because of, because of the coaching, yeah. You have to you have to change the the, the coaching if you want a, a d- 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 different results in the defense. So so they're gonna move their pieces. If we get a new head coach, it's be be ready for a new rebuild. So you're looking at three to four years of rebuilding. And that's happening. No, I get that. But you're saying there's a defensive coach out there that can come in and, and make a guy like Oliver better for next season? No, he, he might let Oliver go. Right. That's that. That's the thing. It, he, it, might, he, he may not feel that Oliver right. is the guy right. to play that spot. Exactly. So he'll let, what about Tech? What about Allen? All those guys. Yeah, it, yeah. All those guys are gone, man. They're going to come it's, in with a whole new regime and get the players that they want. So if that's the case, I'm thinking five years. It's going to be a while. Four to five years. And, and Arthur Blaine. Julio and Matt ain't getting any younger. And, and Arthur right. well, knows where he'll be in five years from now. But and Arthur, that's the other thing. He's going to have to let go as far as any kind of the way he, that he wants the culture, Falcons culture to be. Because clearly it's not working. It hadn't worked in a long time. So he's just going to have to sit back and just sign checks and get updates and let whoever he brings in the staffing change the culture of of he has, to, he has to trust whoever he brings in yeah but whether it, it be a, a new gm new coach he ha, he's gonna have to sit back and give them at least about a year or two right to, to put things the way they want it and right. move on from there see because when you look at Frisco, and that's not what he's that's not what he did with jim Frisco and dan quinn to, to no. what, what, what when Frisco was was trash and they brought in, you know what I'm saying? The, they were not trash. They had a good defense and a horrible offense. Remember, how many, how many the year before we went to the Super Bowl, I believe, we played them in the NFC Championship. I think that was when they had Colin Kaepernick. I, think I was at that game. They had a good defense. They just needed some help on offense. So that was an easy fix. I think it's easier to fix an offense than it is to fix the defense. Well, we don't offensively we're 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 not in bad shape, but uh, it's just the defense and right and defensive and that's coaching a tough job to fix. But I think it's the entire culture rebuild too, and so because you know we've been through it all so far, fellas, and nothing is working. 
We got lucky in 2016, and the person, if my opinion, who I think is kind of responsible for us getting that lightning in the bottle and taking it to the Super Bowl is the head coach of San Francisco right about now. And the head coach of San Francisco. I, I agree. And the head coach for Green Bay. Those two dudes. And look, if you saw the, the Green Bay game, look at some of the stuff he was calling on his offense and what Aaron was doing. A lot of creative stuff. We not even having his number one, you know, his top receivers in the game. And he was using tight ends and running backs as as um I mean I mean I mean I mean honestly Dan Quinn put together a good team. Yeah. To help him to help him build to help him build build the Falcon. He put together a good coaching staff. And and because of that, they went off and got their own head head, head coaching jobs. I think two so, yeah, two yeah. But yeah, I gotta get. I gotta and get Rock, to, to your point, where Green Bay didn't have any of their receivers, and they made it happen with a bunch of nobodies, basically. Mm-hmm. I just, I just heard Bill Belichick tap me on the shoulder, and he said, uh, "Yeah, duh." <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. So, end of the day, man. Like you said, we do have good players. I think, yeah, the coaching, DQ, and the rest of them. I think it's just time for a change. You know, so. Uh, just like how this topic is time for a change but I want to read this Twitter post that Jamal the original yeah, Dirty yeah, Bird read, read, Anderson read. put out there during the game this chump had the nerve Jamal to crackhead yeah. Dirty Bird this chump had the oh nerve to goodness. say the Falcons sent he New- <laughs> yeah he said the Falcons sent New Jersey's to all kind of people and media folks but to my knowledge none to their legends and they are selling my jersey on websites but didn't send me one I've been holding back. That is over. This is your karma. Y'all still fronting on us. Burn it all down. Oh, he'd be the first person to know about burning something. <laughs> I know. This is a dude whacking off outside of the quick trip. Yeah. <laughs> Snipping cocaine off a toilet seat. Yeah, with his boyfriend in the bathroom in a club in Peachtree. Yeah, and he's worried about why the and he, and he wonders why the Falcons are trying to cut ties with him. <laughs> exactly. Jeez, you know, folks would lighten him up. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I figured you would get a kick out of that. Yeah, his curl's too tight. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, let's go ahead and start. Let's do a quick around the league. All right, fellas. So, I guess one of the biggest news. Going around the league is uh, Cam got COVID or tested positive for COVID. So, uh, is anybody surprised? No. <laughs> he's, he's married two strippers. Oh, he did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. You don't know that about Cam? I do. I don't, but I guess. His first wife was a stripper, and now he's, he's, now he's with his baby mama. They have two kids together, but she's a stripper. She's a former stripper as well, not a stripper, former stripper as well. All so, right. uh, you know, he's like Chipper Jones, you know, Chipper, yeah. like those Hooter, Hooter waitresses. And, yeah. and Cam likes those strip club girls, try to make them big the mamas. <laughs> All right. Well, um, uh, and also the Texans fired their head coach, man, who was 0-4 and who actually went to the playoffs last year. So uh, the Texans, they're making moves as well. I mean, yeah, more moves than we are. Yeah, that was something I brought up about 10 minutes ago. I said there are some teams right now yeah. that are getting rid of coaches. 
Yeah, see, and I, I wouldn't want that, Coach. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with I, anybody who who, who who gets rid of that their best damn player for a running back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Well, don't forget, John Gruden went to Vegas and got rid of a whole bunch of really good players right away too. Yeah. But uh, all right, man. Well, let's just keep this train moving. You're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast. All right, fellas, predictions. You know, we're going to uh, play the the Panthers. They're in pretty bad shape, but they have a quarterback that's beat us before that we made look pretty good in uh, Teddy Bridgewater. So, Q, you think we're going to pull it out? A rookie, Teddy Bridgewater, beat us pretty good at a college stadium because Minnesota couldn't even play in their home stadium because a snowstorm had damaged the stadium. So they were playing at at a neutral location. Uh, um, Let me say, uh, let me say, we'll take the Falcons by nine. All right. Q's betting on the Falcons. Wow. Haven't heard that in a while. What about you, Aries? Because I'm always right. I'm gonna have to roll with. I'm gonna have to roll with Atlanta, bro. I mean, especially against Carolina. Um, you know. Yeah. I am too because I think you know if we're ever gonna be anybody, it's definitely gonna be in our own division. It's when we're gonna rise up to the occasion. But these injuries are still scaring me. But I hear in some key players may come back, including Tack for this game. So we'll see. Well, I think if we're going to beat someone, it's going to be one of the worst teams in football because we're not the worst team in football. So we should be able to beat some of yeah, the worst. Yeah, but teams we're not playing the Dolphins this year. But we're not playing the Dolphins this year. So yeah, well, this is this is our Dolphins right here, <laughs> and we should get two wins, at least two wins this season. Because who leads who leads the division right now, fellas? Do you mind telling me? Isn't it the Saints? Uh, no, it's Tampa Bay. Tampa. Oh yeah, that's right. It's Tampa. Tampa Bay. It's, yeah. it's Tom Brady. He leads the division right now. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. With with Gronk, that's doing absolutely nothing. They said they're going to work him into the game starting this week, but Mike Evans though is a beast, so it right. is what it is. I wish Deshaun Jackson would have stuck around. Right. Oh, I bet. I bet he's kicking himself in the ass right now. Going going back to going back to the Eagles. <laughs> go, yep. Exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's go ahead and start wrapping this up. And I want to thank everybody for checking us out. And please don't forget to check us out, you know, on uh, at, um, at Twitter. And you can also check us out at whatsupfalkins.com. But you also, also can check us out exclusively at Armchair All-American. And uh, oh, a big shout out to Sammy, Sam, not Sammy Social Life for filling in for me last week. Yeah. Wanted to be on again. This week, but he had to go to a hair show in, uh, in, in, in in San Francisco, so he couldn't make it. But are you sure it wasn't in Houston? <laughs> I don't know where it was, but, but it was a hair show though. I was kind of weird, like yeah. a hair show. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty. I'm yeah, pretty man. sure though. But those are big in Houston too. Laughing uncensored. Oh man. Yeah, no, not Sammy, man. He held it down. He was a little weird, but he held it down. So, uh, yeah. I like that dude, man. I like that dude. He said he liked you, too. So, it should be all good. All right, fellas. If there's not anything else you want to say, we can wrap it up. No, I, I, I'm going to give a shout out to, to Pun City, man. Um, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pun City, man. You know, said uh, a Falcon fan from Canada. So, he's a dedicated listener. For sure. Shouts out to Pun City. And your boy Shine, yeah, Shine always. Shine, my boy, man, he's my little brother. You know what I mean? So, for sure. 
And uh, oh, also a shout out to uh, Maurice and Angelina. We will be facing y'all. So uh, shouts out to you guys and thanks for listening. We appreciate and, it. And I'm sorry for for oh, y'all yeah. to be the first the, the, the first team that has to lose to us, though. You know, no, 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 no said that. Damn it! You said that. Damn it! Five and zero. Oh, oh and five. <laughs> Man. Go ahead and call it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We all, didn't, we, didn't, didn't we all pick Atlanta to win? So is, didn't we already say it? Yeah, but we said it humbly though. Yeah. We just bragged about it. That's <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, fellas. On that note, we're gonna call it a wrap, and I'll talk to y'all next week. Right, peace. All right, peace. Check out the What's Up Falcons podcast exclusively at armchairallamericans.com. Subscribe to the What's Up Falcons podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast at whatsupfalcons.com.